This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. I have a new hatred now. Uh, well, it's, it's kind of a new, it's a spinoff of an old hatred, but it's new hatred. All right. I so went, it's like 227 was to... Uh, amen? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. What a reference. <laughs> it, was like the em- it was like empty nest to the Golden Girls. They were neighbors, okay, got right? It, got it. With Richard Mulligan. Okay. Um, and his daughters. And that creepy guy uh, that was in the right. Isuzu commercials. Right. Uh, Joe Isuzu. Yeah, that's right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's not his real Come name. But... David. Um... Yeah, you're right. David something or another. Yeah. Yeah. He was a character actor for most of the yeah. 80s, and then he landed that Isuzu spot, and uh, yeah. he became Joe Isuzu, and then now nobody knows what I'm talking about. Oh, sure they do. People David, love... um... God, what was his name? I'm, I'm on it. I'm on it here. His name was David Leisure. Yeah, David Leisure. Yep. David Leisure. Still with us, by the way. Good. 72. See, Isuzu should make a comeback. Bring David He's Leisure got back. got that Isuzu money. Oh, man. All right. So I'm, uh, I went to uh, grab a little uh, breakfast for uh, for uh, the, the, the people. Yeah. Me and her this morning. Uh-huh. Right? And it's a typical experience where you're in the line and you're between the first window and the second window, right? Okay. okay. I got the window down. Right about to get to the second window. And a pigeon flies into the car. Whoa. What? A pigeon, a rat with wings, flies through the driver's window and lands on the dash. I proceed to yell a word that I cannot repeat here (laughs) at about, I'm not making this up. I think I screamed it like a woman. I do not remember when I let the mice free what the sound smell what the sound was but it had to be the same as this. I remember this sound. And it was it was way up here. It was it was way up there. Huh. Crap. I mean it was something like that, but I didn't say crap. Okay? All right, so now now what I'm going to tell you transpired over seconds. Seconds. It felt like minutes. Because there is the bird on the dashboard flapping Flapping, can't go anywhere. And I'm like, well, what do we do here? How do I, do I go shoo? Like, what What do you do? Uh, I don't think you shoo a pigeon. No. So I rolled down the passenger window. Still flapping, still flapping. I rolled down the other windows. I'm like, well, roll the windows down. Get them out of here. And um, again, this all transpired over, God, 10 seconds, 15 seconds. But it felt like a good eight minutes of a standoff here with this pigeon. And then the guy was going to hand me the food, and uh-huh. he's seeing what's going on. He's like, here's the – oh. <laughs> so I don't even look at him. I'm trying to look at this bird. How do I get this bird out of my car? What do I do here? Now, unlike Ty, who may have had a bird crap on him, this actually occurred. Okay? Well, we, we have some questions. Are you willing to, are you willing to have a press conference? I will now open up the okay. floor for questions. Uh, yeah. This Jay is my the, opening statement. Jay on the McClarty Daniel hotline uh, has uh, texted in and said, Derek, the geese in your neighborhood are now forming an allegiance with pigeons to attack. Right. I hate all birds. Okay. All of them. Big Bird, the Pittsburgh Penguins, Larry all of bird. them. Larry Bird. I hate them all. I'm, against, I'm anti-bird. Lance in Bentonville would like to know if it was a real or fake bird. It was a bird that could not figure out how to leave the car. Now, I will give the bird. Now, this may 
fall into DQ. This may fall into your line that birds aren't real because the thing didn't crap in the car. So a robot would not crap, right? Right. Okay. You'd think. What? Did it make that cute little pigeon noise? No, it was just flapping. Oh. It was just flapping. It was in distress. Uh, I was in distress. Was, was the not pigeon good. delivering a parcel? No, it had nothing okay. in its mouth. Right. It just kind of like, it was like coming off the roof, and then it just kind of swooped in, and, and I uh, and I yelled. Uh, it and, is. Uh, it has been pointed out you can eat pigeons. You could have taken it home. I you know, I could have done that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hacker wants you to confirm that it was not the uh, the pigeon that pooped and hit tie in the hand and then then it somehow wound up in his mouth you know as i as i reflect on this hours later after uh-huh. this trauma occurred um i think this is a sign mm. i would bet all you have on arkansas this weekend i think this is a sign <laughs> that's what the bird with. flying in my car is a sign zachary uh, okay. it's a sign Pittman's going to turn it around. Uh, Jamie points out it may have had a message attached to it. Did I you didn't check? see that. No, okay, no. Right. I didn't see any message. But it was there. I opened the window. It flapped a few times, and then it flew out. FedEx guy says the pigeon was recon. The geese are planning an attack. Okay. Yeah. Again, I'm I'm anti-birds. Um, angry birds. Um, just all, all, all birds. Okay. It was a rat with wings, the I tell Arizona you. Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, St. I don't Louis like Cardinals. the St. Louis Cardinals. Well, we Eagles. know I don't like the St. Louis right. Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. It was... Um... What about <laughs> what about Marty and Wendy Bird? <laughs> well, I, think Jonah, I think Jonah killed them at the end of that show. He killed somebody. Can we talk about that again? Yeah. Yeah, we're a year out. Okay. It's all right. over. All right, yeah. We forgot about that. But anyway, that's what happened. Yeah, Mark and Green with, with a great point here. What do you think the Pigeon's telling his friends right now? I uh, I think the pigeon is um is um I was in this terrible metal box today for what seemed like hours. Screaming! Yeah, there was a woman <laughs> screaming. Ah! <laughs> oh man! So that was uh, terrifying, and um, I don't know what the consequences to my health will be for uh, this incident. I don't know if I caught avian flu. In that brief encounter, like, I don't know. I don't know what's going uh, on. Here's a text out of the 870. So how was breakfast? Well, luckily, the man had the food in the building mm-hmm. while this was going on. So the food was never in the car with the bird. So that's good. All right. So all right. Otherwise, we were going to have to go back around. Like, yeah, is this one of those you're not going to believe this, but a bird pooped on my biscuit. I'm going to need another one. Is this one of those situations <laughs> where, like, if the bird bit you, you get superpowers? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Just a thought, but I mean, they, they were it, there were pigeons flying around that place like it was Fisherman's Wharf. It was very bizarre. It's nowhere near water, huh. but I mean, I, but pigeons aren't water birds, so I don't know what's going on. But it was, uh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I know that much. Uh, Matt from Hot Springs wants to know if birds bite. In fact, they do. Oh yeah, they, they got, got beaks, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. That Louisville mascot's got human teeth. What, what's more terrifying exactly. than that? A bird with human teeth. Come on. <laughs> You hate bald ears. Here, here is someone. Uh, I'm being told that we should obtain the security camera footage from the restaurant yeah. of the drive-through window of this incident. That might be Where do you something for on? the Christmas uh, party reel over there. Where do you come down on giving someone the bird now? You know what? I'm against it now. Okay, All I'm right. gonna keep my fingers to myself. Right. Co- I'm not Coach doing Cal it. Cal is safe. That's right. He's co- he's safe when he comes here, and so is a Wojo. He's not the coach though, is he? No, it's Shire. Uh, no, Shire. So is Shire. Shire is uh, safe too. Okay. I don't think you'll get thrown out, though. Anyway. These, these are good things to know. All right. right. Yeah. Uh, the, here's a 
text on the McClarty Daniel hotline was the pigeon lady from Home Alone 2 eating at the <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> you know, the one that lives in the roof of Carnegie right. Hall, of course. Uh, John in Little Rock may have summed up the uh, the Razorback football season. A bird pooped on my biscuit describes this season perfectly. No, I think it's a sign yeah. the other way. It's okay. a sign of a turnaround. They're going on a streak? Yeah, they're going streaking down through the quad. Yeah, I think uh, so. Aaron from Clarksville thinks you should have grabbed that bird and then trained it to get the kicking team. <laughs> Like Lane Kiffin's What's the dog? dog? Zeus. 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 Yeah. What kind of dog is it? I think it's a golden retriever. Okay. Well, that would make sense. Right. Did Just like cheer? Air Bud. Did they cheer for it? When oh, it got- my God. Yeah. <laughs> Loudest cheer of the night? Well, so they showed him on the screen twice. One during the Star Spangled Banner. And then one during... They showed the dog during the Well, the, the dog like anthem? ran... They played the national anthem on the piano. Which Whoa. I've never heard the national anthem... A grand piano. Really? I've never heard the national anthem played on the piano. At first, I thought I forgot what it sounded like. But he started out with, like, America the Beautiful. Juice. So that's where I juice was confused. Juice the name of the dog. Oh, it's Juice? Juice. Oh, I thought it was Zeus. It is Juice. Juice. Like OJ. Got some guys to beat and some cake to eat. <laughs> All right. So that's how my day started. How are you? 866 285 I'm telling you, in that moment, I'm like, and this happened when the bird flew in my house a couple years ago. I'm like, what do I do? Like, how do you get it out? You can't say scram. Have you ever watched The Conjuring? (laughs) No. (laughs) When the birds, like, slam into the windows and die? Oh, no, but I've seen The Birds with the the Hitchcock movie. Also, Tippi Hedren. Not a great movie. No. No, It's uh, terrifying. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right on your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign in today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. The uh, Razorbacks will be 1 and 8, and Ty will be 0 and 9. Okay. Well, that's not very nice. Can we get, let's get through this weekend. And yeah. there's no behind enemy lines next week because they're home for Mississippi State. Right, that would be weird. Now, if if he goes behind enemy lines on the bye week, I think we got a shot there. Right. Uh, and then FIU is at home? Florida. Flo- oh, they're going to Florida first? Yeah. Florida, is he going to Auburn, FIU. Who else is going to Well, go? this, again, like we pointed out yesterday, um, uh, our Lord and Savior Tommy Kraft likes the big room. Now, he's probably never been to Gainesville. I think he has. Has he? Okay. I think All so. Right. Okay. Because that would feel uh, like a, a one of our, uh, at one point, our, uh, one of our owners is a big Florida big booster down there. Down Bruce? there. No, not Bruce. Okay. Some, uh, Bruce's boss. Uh, I was going to say, I'll go to Bruce's house. An actual that. Pearson ah, is a big okay. uh, Florida uh, okay. person there okay. at one point. So, uh, yeah. I, I think he's been before. Hmm. Okay. I've never been before. My it, dad's been before. I've been to Gainesville. It's a hellhole. It, it's DQ. I've been to Gainesville and DQ's it stinks. Right. No, DQ's right. There's nothing. If D, 
Gainesville is not part of Florida. Like this, the Florida well, you know, it's, it doesn't exist. Here's in the thing: like, it's not part of the good part of Florida. Like, Florida is not all beach. There's some crap down there. Yes, there is some definite crap down Tallahassee. there. Tallahassee, Gainesville, Gainesville. Yes, you know, basically anything that's not near water is, you know, just holding the rest of it together. Swampland. In one form or another. Here's a text. It's not that great. You can't close in Gainesville. You can't close. Well, I mean, that's that's uh, that's one way to put it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, let's see here. Uh, here is uh, here's somebody mad at uh, one of the players yeah, who they identify by number. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sir, what would you like us to do about it? You know that thing's happening again where the well, the media needs that. What, do you want to go up there and slap him? Like, what do, you, what do you want him to do? What do you want him to do? I was listening to the press conference today, and they're asking the right questions for once. They, they are. Yeah. As a group. They are. It's not just one or two people. They asked him. Yeah. They asked him, did you see this coming in training camp? He didn't give a great answer. You know, they asked him about that. They asked him about how to keep the thing together, uh, you know, when you're losing. And, uh, you know, he's, he's he said that'll be fine. Um, so, I mean, they're they're doing their job. Problem is, your football team's not doing its job. And that's making you upset because they're right there, but they keep losing. The one-score games are just killing them. The 12 one-score losses at Arkansas. They're, just, they're, they're killing them. They're just killing them. I could play you a cut if you'd like. Oh, fire away. Let me find one here. Find a good one. Pick one All just right. randomly. There it is. I got one go. for you. This is Sam Pittman yesterday talking to the uh, the press corps. I'm not concerned about do we have talent and things of that nature to win. It's it's it be. where are we in our head. Well, each Saturday you go out there and, and you know, we're playing hard. Uh, we're getting better. When you lose your will to fight, you're just a survivor, you know, and – and uh, how long can you just hang on to the rope instead of fighting? And uh, I think we've got a group of fighters, and I think I think we'll be fine. He doesn't say they have a talent problem. Meanwhile, 247 says this is the 13th most talented roster in the SEC. Out of 14. That's what he says. No. A difference of opinion, clearly, from the people who yeah who uh, yeah. rate the players and uh, you know the uh, the coach. Uh, Eric okay. and Viola upset that we're talking bad about Gainesville. Uh, it's Tom Petty's hometown. Gainesville smells like a duffel bag. Oh, good God. So what? <laughs> it's also Don Felder's hometown, and is he's it? a jackass. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, I okay. didn't know that. I think so. It's there or Daytona. One of them. Well, there's a big difference between Daytona and Gainesville. Not much. <laughs> yes, there is. Daytona has a beach. Well, not a good one, though. They have a beach, <laughs> and, and they have uh, Cape Canaveral down It's there. like a lake beach. It's, it's oh, there, but it's not beach? that good. You know a beach at a lake where they truck in all the sand? It's a beach, but it's not really a beach. You know what I mean? Uh, I am getting confirmation. Guys, I got some bad news. What's that? Ty's going to Tuscaloosa this weekend. He is booked to go to Gainesville. Oh, my God. Well, let's see. What is it? One in nine It'll be one in nine, yeah. Right. Does he know he's killing the program? Does he know this? He's killing Sam Pittman. He's killing the program. I think what... With his selfishness. Yes. His his out-and-out selfishness right now is beating this program to... You know, if I did this stuff, like, they'd come after me. But they don't come after him. He's Chad Morris. That's <laughs> what he is. His his he is the mush. His mere presence brings everything down. Like he is doing harm. More far more harm than good. That's right. And no one's calling him on it. Nope. Except us. So. 
with us. We're here. Out on out on Cool Island all by ourselves. That's right. Once again. As usual. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I, I think we uh I think we I think this may be, you know, a, a, a bit rash, but I think we just probably need to kidnap him and and not allow him to go. Well, so that's your solution. Yeah, we'll just leave him in here. We'll throw some food under the door. He'll be fine. Wait a minute. Can we build one of those glass boxes like Joe Goldberg did with uh, the door for the food? DQ, you've got one of those. <laughs> <laughs> just put I don't know if the, we should kidnap him. Put him in the basement. <laughs> just a thought. Just I, a threatening letter look, should at do this it. Point, at this point, what do you do in a, during a winning streak? If your team's on a, on a roll every week, you're wearing the same shirt. You do exactly you're doing the, the, the exact same, same routine. We're doing the exact same routine. It's time to break the routine. Right. Shake it up. Send Big C. Let Big C cook. That's right. Yes. Because, <laughs> I mean. You know what? You know what we're going to do? It's uh, all his fault. I'm going at, at, During the break, DQ, do you have matches with you today? I don't think so. DQ. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't really need them. I'm going to take. I'm going to print off a picture of time. I'm going to put it over the Chad Morris candle, and we're going to light it. See if that does anything. <laughs> we sprayed that thing with holy water two weeks in a row. That hasn't worked. Um. I'm going to keep trying that, by the way. I'm going three three for three this week. Yeah, here's somebody who wants a tie to take the candle with him. Uh, Brandon in Paris says boot his car. Okay. That's one way to keep him here. Anybody know where we can find a boot? Yes. <laughs> uh, Ty apparently claims the losses were not his fault. Okay, but the evidence would suggest the contrary. That's correct. So, like, you were there. He's Baghdad Bob. They were there. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, Abner, Abner's correct. Uh, you don't need matches because you, when you vape. So I got it, DQ. My bad. I see. I do not vape. <laughs> you do when you're drunk. I really try not to these days. I hey, I I feel bad the next day. <laughs> That's because you're hungover. No, I think vaping. it's 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 definitely worse. Uh, here we go. Uh, Dufresne has said he can disable Ty's car. How would you? Nope, nope. You know what? That makes us an accessory. Exactly. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I disavow. I have no knowledge of the rec- of the events in question. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chaz openly wondering whether Ty knows how to change a flat tire. I'm going to go no on that. I so. know how. I've done it like three times in my life. Uh huh. I've done it. Uh, Ty does not. All by myself. No YouTube video. No, no nothing. No, I'm not buying that. No, I did. You even know there wasn't the- even YouTube. You it was like 2004. That was the first time. You have a brand new car. Do you even know where the jack is? Uh, I couldn't figure it out. No, it's, the, it's the in there somewhere. Is, do you know where it is? Well, and do you think you can get the the spare see, out? See, you reach a point where you get an insurance plan where you don't have to worry about this stuff anymore, oh. and you just call the dude. Oh, oh and the dude comes. Me. Okay, Rich. <laughs> Rich, whatever. Well, you know, what the, if you're the, in the, a place where it's gonna take? It, you might as well just change it because it's gonna take longer. I got plenty of time. I got nowhere to be. Wow. You two can figure it wow. out. <laughs> uh, BE is suggesting that we put a live dove in Ty's car. This is what it sounds like when doves cry. <laughs> uh, Dolphins guy points out that uh, this is where we cut this out of the podcast, so we are not an accessory to the crime. Got it. Edit podcast for plausible deniability. Tyler got it. in Atlanta with a great uh, – Tommy, pay attention. I've got a sales opportunity. If we're going to keep sending him, and it looks like we're just he's Mac Jones, we're just going to keep trotting him out there. <laughs> Can we get somebody to sponsor a GoPro and put this is this is a great idea, Tyler, and put the GoPro on him as he is hitting on women so that we can all see it? 
Yeah, I'd like to watch that. I would watch that. I guarantee you I'd watch that. Yeah. Be like, what was that Life PD show where you... Right. It would be right. like that. It'd be... Cops. Thai PD. No, right. Cops. Live Thai. <laughs> think of the think of the digital impressions. My God. Think of them. As he is getting a, just obliterated. Right. Let me ask. You were you did the post game with him last week. Yeah. How great would it have been to have a GoPro of him saying, I love you. And her go, ew. Yeah, we got to pull that clip, See? by the way, DQ. It's uh, like 12.15. He oh. actually said, I In, love you. Into the microphone. Into the microphone, yes. 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 Ah, Abner yes. also points out we need an earpiece so that we can give him tips. But we, oh, like got, Rupert G back we, in the day. I mean, he's he's got headphones on, so that, uh, and uh, Mock Legal has already signed up to sponsor that. So here we go. <laughs> um, Isaac in Mount Ida says he will buy the GoPro. We're see, done. See, stuff's happening We're done. Now. See? Stuff is happening. I'm gonna find this clip of him saying "I love you," and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> yeah, run that thing gonna, into the ground like the mooing. We call it television. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> now, who wouldn't pay seven ninety nine to watch that? I mean, honestly. Ah, uh, Tommy is a texting and said we can't do it because Ty would lose the camera, just like the games. Oh wow! <laughs> it turned on him in his own <laughs> building. <laughs> Wow. Cementhead is a Texan. Mock Legal presents Tie with the Ladies. I seriously want to know, like, the university has shadow banned me. Like, when do they get involved? And we're like, look, Ty, like, you can't. Like, we're losing too much. You right. got to stay home. You just have to. You have to do the. You have to do one. Take one for the for the team, all right? I'm do this for your all alma mater. is let's just switch it up for one week. What could it? This is like playing Jacoby Criswell. Well, for you know, a we switched it up last week, last year at BYU. Tommy went. Guess what? They, they won. won. And they about to play the best game of the year. Yes, they played the best they played in twelve months, <laughs> right there. <laughs> Seriously. Send someone else. What if one of the sponsors they pay for Ty to stay home? What if they pay double? The anti to not behind, send him? To not... anti behind enemy lines. Tommy, you got to be taking notes on this. I, <laughs> I, this is brilliant stuff. DQ, that is a hell of an idea. <laughs> Mock Legal presents Ty Stays Home. <laughs> Pay him his normal fee. He just doesn't go. It'd be like one of those auctions where like, well, I'll pay you 10 grand to shut up. All right, sold. <laughs> um, oh, well, this good. is going to take an ugly turn. Uh, the boss is texting. Uh, Ruskin, pack what? your bag. You're going. You're going. I'm not going to Gainesville. Are you kidding me? I don't have I don't have any jorts. I can't I can't go. Do you not have a passport to get to Gainesville? No, I, I don't. I don't have any jorts. I can't go to Gainesville. DQ, do you think? And just hear me out on this. What if you organized a girls' trip to Gainesville and took Ty? <laughs> That's an idea. I'm just thinking out loud here. We gotta we gotta mix this up somehow. Now here is the um, here's a text out of the eight seven zero on. Tommy says you can expense the jorts. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go down here to the uh, to the super center and let's go. All right. Oh man, get you two pair. That's right. Yeah. Get you one of those weave belts. Oh man, you'll fit right in yes. down there. Golly, you look like cement head on a weekend. I'm gonna start growing my mullet now. Yeah, I would. So um here's the funny quirk of this whole thing. Because this text on the McClarty General Hotline says uh -huh. keep him away from basketball. When he goes on the basketball trips, they win. They win. <laughs> so, they win. He's not our football guy. He's just not, he's our, not football our football guy. guy. He's our basketball That's right. guy. He's not our football guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, baseball, he went out to North Carolina. They won that Super Regional and went yeah. to the College World yeah. Series. So, I mean, that worked out. Um, 
So he's just, he, we can send him on the basketball trips, but not the right. football trips. Well, uh, we've got you an expense account for jorts and a tank top, so you can fit right in there. I think Hunter should get involved in this and be like, listen, we don't want to tell you how to run your thing here, but like this guy's we killing our program to, here. We've got, we're, we're really, we're going to make some decisions here because we've got companies on the text line right now lining up to pay to keep Ty home. Okay, we've good. Also this got, is good. We've also got companies that want to <laughs> to put up money for a GoPro and to send Ty simply to wear the GoPro the whole weekend. All right, well, the highest bidder wins. Yeah, that's the way it's going to be. <laughs> Will he stay or will, or will he, go? he go and wear the camera? And since we don't care about music, let's so uh, we can get the clash in there. We'll, we'll run use that. Yeah, why not? Why not? Well, let's do it. All right. It is. Uh, All right. Steve says, what if he stays home, but we pay for the GoPro to still watch him hit on, on women on the weekends? <laughs> I mean, it, it's the same result anywhere. Yeah. But I think I think we're on to something. I'm sure there will be a sales meeting tomorrow about this, guys. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go find this clip from uh, okay. the post game. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa has everything you want for your next getaway. With the luxury and hospitality of a grand old southern hotel, the accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit our thermal water bathhouse for mineral water baths and massages or enjoy one of our many dining options, like our Friday night seafood buffet, primetime in a fountain room every Saturday night, or our award-winning Sunday brunch. Located in downtown Hot Springs, the Arlington is steps away from shopping, entertainment, bathhouse row, and the hiking and biking trails of the National Park. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more Info. 20 minutes after the hour, it's the Ruskin and Zach show. Uh, one of my favorite uh, things that we get to do all week is uh, talk with Brett Good from Collier and Associates. The good team, he is here to uh, field our questions about NFL stuff. And I know some of them are dumb and stupid, but um, Derek's got a great one today. Uh, we want to lead, we want to talk special teams. Okay. Uh, because that that was obviously your niche, and, yep. um, and, and you should be able to answer. We, by the way, I used the explanation you gave me about covering punts during my broadcast on Friday. Nice. There was one that got busted, and I'm like, well, here's what happened, and here's how I know. Absolutely. It, yeah. it was very, very helpful. 
<laughs> so I, the first thing I wanted to ask you, Brett, um, is is it long snapper or deep snapper, or do you care? And is one of them, you know, derogatory? derogatory well, and neither one of them derogatory to me. When I first started, it was deep snapper, but like the next year, it was all long snapper. So okay. once I really guess became official, it was long snapper. Is this long like snapper. a Jimmy Graham situation where he wanted to be a wide receiver, but they classified him as a tight end, and the and the salary wasn't as good? Is it better if you're a long snapper or a deep snapper? Probably long snapper. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> deep snapper, they're probably looking for you. Like ah, we don't really. This know. might seem like a stupid question. Who was your backup? Uh, an offense. It depends on which year. It's an offense line tied in. Uh, at one point, James Jones, which was a receiver, he could do it one handed. I remember he James Jones. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yeah, he could do it one handed. So it's just whoever could kind of get in there. But both times when I tore my ACL and my hamstring, they were like, you got to go. So there was no backup. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that, that sucks. Yeah. So <laughs> that, I finished both those games. That, that That's no fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The other thing I wanted to ask you, Brett, is how does the center false start? How does that happen? <laughs> Uh, that, that's really hard to do. You're uh, in charge. <laughs> you're, you are in charge. It, it's almost like when, when you're sitting there, you're ready to snap it, and, and whether it's a ready signal or a go signal, whatever whatever those cadences are, you're, you're, you got to do it immediately, and especially the times when we had motion. Um, I definitely did that in practice a couple times. didn't do it in a game, but it's it, it definitely doable um, in, a, in a game when things kind of get rolling. And you'd rather them false start than screw up the technique and have a bad snap. Okay. All right. Is it called a snap or a pass? Because one of our favorite broadcasters, Ron Franklin, called it a pass. And I think that's technically the right term, or is that just being snobby? I've never heard. I've always heard it as a snap. So, oh, yeah. okay. I mean, if it was a pass, I need to go back and get some yardage. And then i got to redo some exactly. contract. Exactly. You could probably yeah. get some bonuses. I, get, I, I may get uh, that backup quarterback money. You ever, uh, like, in one of those you know meetings, I mean, you never had a bad snap, right? Uh, I had one my whole career at Arkansas. Yeah, why don't you tell yeah. me about that one? Yeah, yeah, Texas game. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah. I think oh, it was you left, airmailed that bad left, boy. Left hash, south end zone, about the twenty-two yard line, and it went over the punter's head into the hedges back there. <laughs> oh, so, was, oh no! That was the only one I ever had. Uh, we were winning at halftime, so it, it happened. We ended up losing the game by two. On on Monday, when you're uh, watching the film, um, does your coach go just look at it? And go. Uh, they, you look at it like what happened because it didn't ever happen in practice. I did it one other time in practice in Green Bay. We had, I mean, it was a really windy game. The coach at that point said the same thing: "This is your one." So um, I knew that was the case, and and you had to you had to be ready to go at all times. You guys run fakes. I mean, like those up back things. You ever like worried about he's not paying attention? I snap it. You hit him between the five and the three, and he drops it. it you do do that, and and if you do that in practice, that is immediately pulled from the game plan. Really? Yeah. Like right if away? If you can, here's the deal. In practice, when you're running all these fakes, you, you want them to be successful um, because the head coach has really got it. You know, he, he wants to really be into these things. And so if it gets busted, then the head coach doesn't really want to call it. So you, you definitely want to be successful. Okay. So, so I mean, you, you played special teams for a long time. And, and just everybody, put put your helmets on for a second because this is probably going to be a little uh, little trauma. You remember the, um, the fake they tried a couple of years ago against Auburn? Yes. You ever, you know, you're in one of those meetings and you're like, yeah, we really shouldn't do this. That's not going to work. But that's one that doesn't work in practice. I mean, but they that, said it worked all week. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you've got to do different things. You can't run the same scheme on the defensive side of the ball. You've got to change some things up. You've got to get creative with it. And you've really got to, at some point in time, that thing can't be scripted in practice. You've got to come out there and tell the other guys to react so you can see what it's like for a normal reaction against a fake. Um, and most of the time, we were able to do that. And if they if they did react in the wrong way, then we pulled that from the script. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Because all we ever hear is when it doesn't work. Well, it worked all week in practice. Yeah, most of them do, though. Okay. Because well, it's scripted. Things. I mean, okay. it's like, you know, no, no offense, but all the offensive plays look really good in practice as they script those. Yeah. 
Yeah, everything should work in practice. Yes. Or like you said, it doesn't even make <laughs> it, it to should. the game field it anyway. Exactly. <laughs> it all works, of course. In in ideal conditions. I mean, the, you, you average like 10 or 12 yards of carry in practice when you're running. Right. You're not tackling. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that go yeah, into absolutely. this. Absolutely. We're talking with uh, Brett Good from the uh, Good Team and Collier and Associates. He's doing great things in real estate. Uh, people who are not doing great things, uh, Jordan Love. Uh, boy, what the heck happened? You know, it's it's such a hard deal because I, I saw a stat that Aaron had never thrown three picks without a touchdown in a game in his whole career. I, I think what we got to think about with Jordan is you're following Aaron Rodgers, who've also followed Brett Favre, mm-hmm. and we've been very fortunate in Green Bay. Yes. So I think we need to slow down a little bit and keep his confidence because even like Zach Wilson with the Jets, he's not playing stellar, but he's playing a lot better because his confidence mm-hmm. has gotten up. And for a quarterback, I think you have to have that. And so I think we got to give him a little bit of leeway and see what happens and see if he continues to make growth because he threw some good balls outside of those, those three interceptions. Uh, so, you know, deep ball to Watson towards the, that one point. So I, we got to give him a couple more weeks um, to really see what's going to happen. But you can't go out and get a hold of somebody else right now. I mean, you know. Sean Clifford's all they got. Yeah, you're not going to – you're not changing everything else. you got to realize, you know, the first week we had his best week, we had our starting left tackle mm-hmm. who's no longer playing. Also haven't had uh, Aaron Jones. So, you know, your dynamic running back in the backfield who he's really good at running the ball, but he's really, really good at catching the ball outside of the backfield. So he changed that. And it was that. the Bears yeah. who were absolutely Well, and he brutal. changed that offense a lot, though. Yeah. So you got to give him a little bit of credit, but it, it's got to change. I mean, they, they need to be more efficient on offense. You know, I, I think that's one of, the, one of the disconnects that regular fans have about uh, football in particular because it's once a week and you get to, you know, think a million different ways about, about the game. And people think there's all these changes you can make. You know, well, you you bench this person, you get rid of these people, but there's like those people are starting for a reason because the coaches have seen it. And you know, in a case like that, like you're not there's not really another option there. You right. know, you're 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 in with this guy for the duration. Yeah, you're in for this year, and, you're, and it's not like Green Bay's going to all of a sudden tank. I mean, they got a young team, and it's across the board. I mean, you look at how I mean, Brock Purdy's obviously doing stellar out there. He's on a rookie contract, so they can afford to play all their other players, so it makes him look really good. Well, when you get a bunch of other players with some of these other teams, you know, you've got a lot of debt in the quarterback position, so you can't, you know, it's all the pressures on him. So it's it's an ebb and flow for sure. Uh, Matt from Hot Springs is texted on the uh, McClarty Daniel hotline. He wants to know how you became a long snapper or deep snapper, depending on what you prefer. So I wasn't big enough weight-wise to play in the ninth-grade team when I was in eighth grade, and they needed somebody, and I was like, I volunteered. So that's how it started. That's how it started. That's how it started. Yeah. I was like, I'll volunteer, and I just kind of figured it out. And then I had a coach the next year, once I was in the ninth grade, to kind of actually show me the correct techniques. Got to keep your butt down or it'll sail. Keep your butt down, get your hand placement. Yep. So, uh, you know, you start practicing it day in and day out. Why is it – I've seen this before, and I, I mean, I, I anybody knows this. As a snapper, whether it's, you know, it's a center snap, a long snap, keep your butt down, the ball's not going to sail high. Exactly. What is so hard about this? I mean, I see so many high snaps. You get excited. You know, no, whether you're blocking or something like that across the guy, you know, there's other things that you think about other than the snap. And that's one of the biggest things when I'm teaching guys is you, you always got to snap first. Unless you, if you script the snap, you know, the Texas game, mm. it, you, there's nothing else that happens. So you've got to go do that first. And, you know, there's also, you know, you can kind of have a tell in some cases, you know, if you, if you do a certain, you taps a leg or something, people can catch on to that. So you got to. Be mindful of that too, don't you? Oh, 100%. And I, I will say this as as I was playing when, when the HD film came into play, we had to really start watching things because, you know, early on they couldn't zoom in on your hands. Well, now you can actually take the coach's film and zoom right in. You can see little finger movements really? um, for snappers. So we, I would actually, towards the end of my career, I'd actually critique and try and get a, a key 
on the opposing snapper. So it changes a lot. Really? You have to, yeah, you got to mix it up a little bit. No, nuts. Absolutely. <laughs> it's just yeah. insane. You're in there just looking for hand movement or just something? Just a hand movement. You can see wow. here. I mean, the, the film is so good now compared to what it used to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, I, and I, like, even so even the high school stuff, I mean, that, that I watch, you can zoom in. I mean, it's not right. like 4 And I think that's anything. why we critique everybody more. I mean, uh, you mm-hmm. know, you, we see so many things that when it's live, you can't tell that. I mean, even that's what these penalties, you know, when they – targeting whatever they go back and, and review them because live it looks a lot different than it does slow motion it's yeah. definitely uh, affected uh, people's reaction towards officials they Correct. think the officiating's never been worse i don't know if that's true but we've also never had you know 100 frame per second cameras showing every little you know detail in super slow motion on if a guy's inbounds or catches exactly. the ball or whatever. and so. these guys are running so fast and they're so big yeah. and, you know yeah. so it's tough on, on everybody on both sides did you had they um, passed the rule where they couldn't line somebody up over you? It's like my eighth year. Really? Yeah. It was that late? It was like seventh or eighth year, yeah. Because that's got to suck. It, it was. I mean, as soon as, well, you, as soon as you get rid of the ball, I mean, somebody's coming down on you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've got a jersey with a cleat mark in the back. And the, my helmet had marks in the back. You know, most of the linemen have the, the mm-hmm. marks and the fr- scuffs on the front. Mine was always in the back because that's when they used to hit it. Now, the, that one wasn't as big of a change for us. We actually liked them doing there. It was when they did the push. You know, like they're, yeah. they've even talked about this tush push with Philly. That the Giants tried it a couple weeks ago. They got two guys hurt, so they're looking at that competition committee. We'll look at that next year. It won't matter this year. But when they used to could push, they could line guys up and um, for field goal, whether it would be more than six guys on one side, and they would literally push about eight, eight or 900 pounds on top of you. Wouldn't it be – or I guess how ironic is it that Philly is having all kinds of success with this, you know, they call it the, bro- the brotherly shove – and it, that it will be the Giants that actually get the play outlawed. Absolutely. That's, That's like works. a yeah. inter, interdivision yeah. crime and, there. And Philly, you know, one thing. By design. Philly has, Philly's got Kelsey. I mean, he he's so he's a smaller center, and he gets so low. I mean, you look at like these other teams that try and do it. It's just hard for a technique. You know, talk about getting your butt down. Like, that that exchange under center, when the center's that that low to the ground, it's a hard move. It's got to be. I, I, I don't want to ever, would never want anyone to ever be at the bottom of one of those. Who was, who was the guy, uh, it may, maybe why they passed the rule about leaping, uh, was Seattle had, a, was it Cam Chancellor? He would jump over everybody. I mean, he did it twice in, in the same playoff game. Yeah, he time. did it twice. And you know, it's actually interesting. Uh, last week, the Packers game, they were, the guy had actually grabbed the, the snapper's towel and had thrown it up trying to block it. And if it would have blocked, it would have counted because it wasn't his own towel. So it's like really? a little bitty minute rules in that. But, yeah, I mean, I had a guy, you know, jump over us. They try to time it. It's just now they can jump through the gap, but you can't you can't push yourself through. So right. as long as you're within one yard of the line of scrimmage, you can still jump. You just can't get the running start. All right, start. it's time to do some fanboy stuff. Have you ever exchanged jerseys with anyone? What's the coolest jersey you got? So Green Bay didn't do that. You know, what? So, you know, everybody's an owner of Green Bay. They sell everything. They're, you know, they they look at their gloves, their shoes. I, one time I had this guy bring up, I, I wear a size 12. We were at a signing deal. He brought up a six, size 16. I'm like, that was the number 61 a couple years ago. That wasn't me. But, I mean, they literally sell everything there because it, it's fan-owned. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. But, I mean, we see that all the time. And then towards the very end, they did say, but you had to pay for the jersey. So, but I'm not going to go get another snappers jersey. I mean, I was just, wondering. and I'm not going to go get the quarterback. I mean, I'm going to lose that battle. <laughs> I, you know, I'll be a fan. Be like, they're well, like, hey, I mean, it could have been this? one of the guys you played with in college. Yeah, maybe. Most of those guys, you know, fortunately, uh, Jason Peters was the longest tenured one. So I saw him a lot, but everybody else, we didn't play him a lot in our division. Yeah. Jason Peters was a tight end. He was a tight end. He was. With Sean Andrews. He was going to the Hall of Fame as a yeah. left tackle. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's a lot of beef on the right side of that line. And they just you know, it's great. Whenever I, at Arkansas, he would just, him and Sean would just hold both sides of you. 
you know, when you got you got on a field goal protection, so they can kind of hold you up. That's terrific. Now I know this this involves the specialist, but it, 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 you're not on the field for this. But like the onside kick has kind of become a lost thing with the way that they changed the rules. Is there any way to um like bring that kind of element back where you can quickly get the ball back if you're down two scores? Because it's like it's they they give the stat. It's like three and like sixty. Uh, tries it's it's an onside kick is converted in the nfl now. yeah it's so hard i mean and we practice it all the time on both sides of the ball because your hands team you want them to be able to, to keep that percentage high like that if you're on you know the the good side of the ball um you know there's all kinds of teams they try to do kicking left foot i know a uh, guy from uh, pittsburgh years ago tried to you know back foot it and it came off and one of those things looks really good in practice <laughs> yeah. there's nothing they can do right now because they can only line up so many on one side of the kicker and it's that competition committee they don't want to get somebody hurt so they just and, do that little high spike and and they can't leave until the ball's until kicked. Until the ball's right? kicked. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. no running start. It's really hard. And that's why they keep looking at year in, year out, if you just do like a fourth down, like a fourth and long, yeah. where the percentage is not in the in the offense's favor, but it's a little bit more exciting. Yeah. Talking with uh, Brett Good from Collier & Associates, a good team. And now we've put it off long enough. Oh, boy, what is going on over there? I mean, it's four heading to Tus- Tuscaloosa this weekend. Uh, that's not going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, well, you watched Alabama last week. They look, they're really starting to look like they figured things out. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've um, settled on Milrow, and, and he is just, I mean, he's a load. Yeah. He's a load. And, you know, for us to ever have a chance, I know it's, I mean, it's such a long shot. I think it was less like 9% chance, yeah. if that. I mean, I, I still think 19 and a half points is too low, um, considering we just don't score fast. I mean, Alabama would have to slow down. But we we have to pay, play mistake free. If you're ever going to have a chance to, to win against a team like that that's doing really well, you have to play mistake free football, and and we haven't done that yet this year. So we'll see. I'm, an environment like that's going to be. I mean, it's an 11 a.m. game in Tuscaloosa. I don't imagine it will be as rowdy as as a night game. What's a, what's the craziest environment you were ever in? Well, you know, when we went to to Texas in 03, mm-hmm. that was really rowdy. I mean, to, to go in there, they were ranked. Uh, we also a little chance mock game. Uh, yeah, I remember my senior year. We also went into uh, Auburn. They were number two at the time, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, we went in there and beat them. Games like that. Alabama was rough. I mean, we went there, we won there, and it was those were good games. Um, so they were all they were all pretty good. But those would be the t- probably the top three. I I don't understand, and you know, and I know some of it is is youth, some of it's inexperience, but you can't keep jumping off sides. You can't have false start penalties. I don't care what your excuse is. You've been doing that since day one, playing in in little league. Yeah, and that's one of those things where, like, your first game, you know, you kind of have the excuse first game, first preseason game if you're playing in NFL. But after that, like the, the pre-snap we're, stuff, we're, we're six weeks yeah, into. You got to stop the pre-snap stuff. I mean, there's no excuse for anything pre-snap if you if you forget what the cadence is, you look at the ball. Right. I mean, right. It's, it's, if confused, yeah. look at the ball. Exactly, and and they'll tell you when it's time to go. I, I just don't understand how that happens. That's that's a communication issue, or is that just somebody not paying attention? A little bit of both. Okay. I mean, and that's the unfortunate side. And you get to what we were just talking about with Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's bench all these people. Who are you going to put in? Yeah. You know, we we've got guys starting for a reason. I think the guys are still trying hard and playing. Uh, we're just getting outmatched and and, and outcoached at this point. Wow. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's really. But on the other side of the ball, though, it, that's where the bright spot is, exactly. right? Yeah. I mean, and that's that's part of the frustration. Is if the offense was just was competent in, with the way the defense is playing, you know, maybe you win a game like Ole Miss or, or maybe that L. A hundred percent. And realistically, outside of the the punt return for a touchdown, you know, that we gave up against A and M, our special teams played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing really, you know, we're doing good in, in two of the three phases. 
that that offensive phase yeah. though really matters a lot. And, it, and I compare, I've been comparing a lot lately, Arkansas and the Packers because both defenses are good. I mean, Packers defense has it kept them in a game. Our defense has kept kept us in a lot of games so far, but our offense just hadn't quite clicked. And so we've got to figure something out. We've had some injuries. We've had some other issues. But so has everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we're not the only team dealing with this. So we've got to figure it out and move on. So after this week, though, like the schedule changes. Mississippi State's not like on the caliber of A&M and LSU and certainly Alabama. Um, you know, Auburn's you know kind of up and down right now. So it does change a little bit right. moving forward. So I guess that's. What you hang your hat on, it's, I guess. It's a positive note. Um, now we've got. To, if we keep saying that we got to win it. You That's know, right. Yeah, you just got to. You got to go win the game. Yeah. If we go in there and we've now said this, that because we all thought this, you know, we had a gauntlet of a schedule to start the season, and it was going to lighten up towards the end. So we've got to go win these games. If not, then then where's the conversation go? Then it goes mm-hmm. to, is it time to bench certain players? Is it time to look at different? You know, have other options. You know, open up the game plan. You know, for us not. They just let it all loose. Maybe that's what we need to do or some things like that. I mean, we saw Chicago. They yeah. let it all loose. Yeah, they did. They played and they, well. And they played well. So, I mean, it, it's time. How aware are players of people like us and fans and the things that are going on around them? Because with every loss, the noise gets louder. It, it does, and it's hard. Uh, you know, I know that we've had a lot of people get off of social media. It's always yeah. fun where you, when you can talk, but we've talked about that. I mean, the, the, the media is always going to have the last word. Fans are always going to have last words, and I just I don't think there's any reason to even get involved with that, um, because if somebody was that critical and that smart at it, then eventually they would get in that position at some point. And so, and there's no disrespect towards anybody. I think that, but when you're out there, there's a lot of things that we don't see, even former player that we don't see that's going on within that locker room of maybe why we're not calling certain plays on offense. You know, maybe maybe it's not just on KJ. Maybe it's our running backs or receivers or our line can't perform a certain mm-hmm. play that. Might put us in asking them to do things they can't do. Yeah, and put us in the best position to win. Yeah. There's something going on there that why we're not doing it because none of these coaches are first timers. I mean, they they've all been around the block. They all know what's going on, and and the players at this point they know what's going on too. That's just hard. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing, here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Join the local conversation on the McClarty Daniel Hotline, 866-285-4005. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. Welcome to McClarty Daniel Country. With six giant locations and over 3,000 vehicles, Northwest Arkansas is McClarty Daniel Country. Stop by one of our showrooms today to shop our full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. McClarty Daniel is proud to be your premier automotive destination. Need service? We work on all makes and models six days a week. Plus, our full-service collision center can repair anything from a minor ding to a major collision. Have you visited McClarty Daniel Country? Visit us online at McClartyDaniel.com. The Year of the Sauce continues at Buffalo Wild Wings. Introducing Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and the return of hot barbecue sauce to the Buffalo Wild Wings Sauce lineup. Try both Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and Hot Barbecue Sauce for a limited time at your local Buffalo Wild Wings. Visit Buffalo Wild Wings in Little Rock, Sherwood, Bryant, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, sauce, beer, and football afternoon it's 10 10 that's got to be significant in some way right sure yeah it's brett Favre's birthday that's all right there we go there you go 
Mm-hmm. It's a good pickup line. What? 1010. Your today's date. Oh, oh, oh. Ty? Oh. Ty? We need to cue up the audio from uh, from earlier. Ty? <laughs> it's got to be better than this. All right, I love you too. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. No, not you, Derek. <laughs> it's got to be better than that. I did not know what to do with my uh, with with anything at that moment. I mean, that was uh, was unexpected. Well, I mean, I knew we were friends and all, but yeah, good lord, but, wow, that's a uh, you dropped the L word on second yeah, date. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Second, Next second, is going to be asking me to help him move. I'm not ready for that kind of commitment. No, Are you crazy? No, no. No. About, you don't help people move anymore. I mean, you help them move one or two things if they're moving. Like you pay the guys with the well, trucks, well, right? Look, if somebody says, "Hey, can you give me a hand moving something?" All right, that's fine. Don't pay me a pizza or a beer. I'm not in college. Right, but cash it always fits. This is this used to happen in in both of my marriages all the time. It's like, hey, let's go to Target. All right, fine. But then there will be seventy two stops along the way. Well, I got to stop here. I got to stop there. I'll help you move your dresser, but I'm not going to help you move your couch and your love seat too. You see, I uh, you got to tell me up front what what's my plan. I will make the decision as to whether I'm doing it, and then we move on. I'm going to go to the other introvert here in the room on this uh, DQ. Yeah. Isn't it true that on an outing? Um, there's like a time limit. And after like so many stops, you're like, all right, it's time to go home. Enough of this. So many stops, I kind of become miserable. And yeah. like, you are the, the queen of other stops. The worst. Well, okay. You are the queen. Okay, let me say, I'm selfish in this sense. If it's not something I want to do or it's not uh-huh. something I plan and right. it's multiple stops, I become the worst person to be with. And I do understand that's bad and selfish. You're self-aware. That's but I dope. know myself very well. <laughs> like I, I happen to be paired with someone who we both kind of understand. There's a time limit, you know, and we try and squeeze in one more errand. We're both going to be cranky, so let's just go home and Not regroup. be cranky. That's what, that's what you do. You know, Derek, I don't have any of these problems. I don't, they're not problems. I pretty much there's do whatever solutions I want. waiting to happen. Do what I want when I want. Right, exactly. That's how to live, you folks. You drink in the floor. <laughs> I have, I have uh, recently been drunk on my uh, bedroom floor, yes. <laughs> all right, let's talk to let's go to the McCarty Daniel hotline. Enough of this fooling around. Let's do a radio show here. All right, Since N- when? Nelson and Sheridan is up next. Hello, Nelson. Hey, brother. I got a question. I, I ain't trying to be critical anymore. I'm over it. But uh, don't you think by now we ought to have a bread and butter place that makes you run and, and, and run consistently? If it ain't the one place, run it and run it and run it. I don't understand why ain't, we're not getting anything done. And I'd fire that guy that got them guys in shape for this year's season. They all look like they lost, uh, kicked off the 40 to me. They look slow. And that's one thing we can't afford to get any slower. Would y'all agree or disagree? Fair. Nope. I would, ha- I would, I think everyone would have to agree with that. Yes. We cannot shave picks off the 40, and looks like we have – we got people carrying too much weight and, and not in a good way, if you know what I'm saying. But, yeah, I just think we're toast because we can't run bread and butter. You know, you ought to be able to line up and run something that you can hang your hat on. Yes, no, or what? No, uh, Nelson, this is a great point, and I, I would like to open this up to uh, for further suggestion amongst uh, all of us here. What is their best plan? What Ooh. is it? 
Like if you had to hang your hat, like uh, like what what would it be? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, they get the tight end involved. You know, has and you know Washington in the other game. uh, You know, with Ole Miss, that worked pretty well, right? Added some success. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Any play that doesn't involve KJ holding the ball for more than a second has a chance. Under, if it's a more than a second, then it's going to start to break under down. Under Kendall Bryles, Rocket Sanders got most of his yards running outside zone or you know outside the tackle or at the tackle where they would be able to, to just stretch the field and have Rocket plant his right leg or his left leg and go north. Right. That was that, and and the seams would just naturally uh, occur. They're trying to overpower people with this running game, and they can't do it. Right. Plus, they can't. Plus, they are struggling to pick up second-level defenders who are shooting gaps. So you're going to have trouble getting to the outside. I don't know what their best, what their what their go-to is. They've had moments where the first drive against Ole Miss, um, they look really good against uh, on that drive that uh, ultimately wound up with the field goal. The first drive against LSU, it's like they game plan okay, but then the defense adjusts and it and just they got stops. nothing. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it a hundred times. I mean, I don't know why after eight or ten plays the offense just comes to a halt. But that's what has been happening the last couple of weeks. And they'll get some lightning strikes here and there and get a big play. But they can't line up and go 12 plays, 75 yards consistently. Right. Not many teams I, can, but they certainly can. I um I found it interesting listening to uh, Pittman talk about that they can't just, like, whip guys one-on-one. Right. The head coach of the football team said in a press conference, we can't just go whip guys. So we've got to do these other things that he was trying to explain in, in detail. And, you know, he clearly knows what he's talking about, but it's over over everybody's head. But he is, uh, you know, talking about how uh, they've got to um, – it sounds like he knows what they need to do. Now, will they be able to do it? Well, that – I don't know the answer to that That's going to become the question. It's okay. Well, at least you've identified that there's a problem. Like, I listened to it part of the yesterday's, and, like – I heard a coach that was not in denial, that was not, that seemed, he was not really, um, he was not pumping, like, unrealistic sunshine. Like, he had answers for, this. these are the things we need to do. And maybe he was just trying to overload everybody with jargon so they'd leave him alone for a while. That could be. But it, to me, and listen, I root for interesting I don't, you know, wins or losses, it doesn't matter to me anymore. I, I, I root for interesting. I root for the show. So I'm I'm a, I'm as objective as you're going to find around here. That's it. Full stop. I don't work over there. I'm as objective as you're going to find. And I got to tell you, he sounded like he knew what was going on. He did. He sounded like, now I don't know if they can get the players to do the plan, but it sounded like he knew how to fix this. Well, and I took... A little bit of solace in that. Now, it's not going to work this week, but maybe in next week. It doesn't take a genius to go, our offensive line can't block. And, and you can't, do, you can't, you're, what you're doing is when you watch them play, you go, okay, this player can't do this, this player. And you start eliminating plays out of your playbook. Right, right. That, okay, we can't run outside zone. We no. can't do this. We can't do that. And all of a sudden, you've got five or six plays. And like you I, said, they can't overpower people. Right. So lining up in, in, in two tights or whatever it is and trying to just overpower people doesn't work. No. They so can't what do you got to do? Can't play bully ball. No, they can't do that. So, um, the now, think about this for a second, all right? Now, I know everybody, you know, hates Dan Enos, and I'm not a huge fan either. But think about this. You are six games in. 
and you're looking on that call sheet and none of it works. Like what you don't feel good about what any does of it. that feeling yeah. feel like? Because that's got to be a pretty rotten feeling to look at the sheet and go, no, no, I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah. none of it works. That has to be uh that has to be a lonely feeling. I always man. laugh. Like these coaches will put on, you know, 160 plays on a on a play sheet. You know, 160 plays, you're gonna run 60. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, you just man. got to find your best 100 yeah. and run those. Yeah. You know, Mike Leach used to say this all the time, that, that you can have five plays. Like, he, his offense will put up 500 yards a game. He had, like, 10 plays. But what he would do is he would, by formation, he would make everything look different. Right. So, he might run a counter gap, but it would be from five different formations. It would, and as he so, used to say, the best way to bleep with a defense is through formations. Move guys around. Right. You may have to go that route and oversimplify things. That uh, and that is why, if you remember Mike Leach on the sidelines, the the card he held was card. like a three by five index yeah. card, not one of these big giant Waffle House menus well, like you see. I, and I know everybody's gonna laugh, but Charlie Weiss, when he was with the uh, with the Patriots, they only had eight plays when they were winning Super Bowls. Only had eight running plays in their game plan, but right. they had forty formations. Right. And the play they would run them out of different formations. And he would have an inside run, an outside run, you know, an off tackle run, a sweep. He would have a reverse in there. Any, all of that stuff. They would have eight runs. They might have a hundred pass plays, but they had eight runs, and that was it. And they would run them out of a bunch of different formations. Smack Daddy's up next on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Yes, Smack Daddy. Hey guys, what's going on? What's up? You know, I've got I've got to piggyback off of what the the last caller just said, plus also what Derek said yesterday about the media not being allowed in the in the practice and everything. Every Wednesday that Pittman has started his Pittman show, Chuck asked me, well, well, Coach, how's it going this week? Well, we look good in practice. We look great in practice. Oh, Chuck, this has been a great week of practice. Do we stop practicing after Wednesday? <laughs> and by, by the time Saturday gets here, we forgot what the hell we were doing in practice? Because I'm not seeing practice on the field. And I know everybody else is watching the game. They ain't seeing practice on the field. When are we going to see the great week of practice that he always preaches about every Wednesday night? You, you know, you know what that is, uh, and you know, this is not. You know, I, I would say he's a pretty good teacher in terms of that, but that's not his job now. He's not in there doing the nitty gritty. Like, if you have a teacher and a communicator. You'll remember stuff three days later because you can package it and put it in a form that is fast and people can understand it and retain it. That's the deal. If you if you do a bunch of jargon and stuff, and maybe this clip that I was referencing is part of the problem. They're so overloaded with jargon and you know you know having guys you know behind you and all this other stuff. Maybe maybe it's it's uh, it's it's sensory overload. The best teachers can package something into a little – best communicators. Put it in like a sentence or two and, oh, got it. And then you, it sticks with you. It right? was right there in front of us in August. I went back and looked at it, looked at the uh, the reports coming out of the two spring scrimmages. Defense was ahead of the offense. Defense was dominating. Defense was doing – it was right there in front of us. The defense was playing at a higher level than the offense, and the offense never caught up. That should have been the first sign indicator that at some point we're having problems. Now, you know, the defense is banged up, and they're still playing. You got everybody available to you on offense except Luke has. 
and and it's it's been a grind and it starts up front and you I mean I hate banging on those guys but if you're looking there, there's nothing that's going to magically fix this this is what it is and they're just they have to adjust to it they're not going to make them better players overnight they're going to have to adjust to them being less than what they thought they no, were they have to figure out what they can do what they can execute if it's two plays if it's twenty plays whatever it is and just do those that's what that, yeah. that's what that's your only uh, only shot this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.